0: Free speech is under attack in America. The government doesn't care about your safety. They just don't want you to escape the matrix. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Anna Perez. Wake up, people. Per usual, the mainstream media exists to serve one purpose, and that is to protect the political elite. And we should not be acquiescing to these people. Americans are historically illiterate, and it is a major problem. There's no such thing as free speech absolutism because free speech is, in and of itself, an absolute concept. Right here, back on LFA-TV for another episode of Wrong Think. Have a great day, guys.
1: We're situated on the side of this building um, because the artillery has been passing here on the other side of it and literally they are standing where they are because it's safe and if they step out they have to worry about something hitting and exploding like that hole right there that is the nature of this war Alright, I was in Ukraine at the end of June into July uh, during the war, and tomorrow President Zelensky, I met him when I was there, he's leaving the front to make a grand appeal to our lawmakers here. It will be his first time leaving Ukraine since the war began with Russia exactly 300 days ago today. Senior White House officials report that President Biden is expected to announce 2 billion with a B dollars in security assistance including a Patriot missile battery which US personnel will train Ukrainians on in a third country and that process will quote take some time there's been a lot of talk oh we're giving them patriots we haven't given them anything yet and it'll take time before they can use them and they're desperate for them right before making the trip President Zelensky sat down with me for an exclusive interview and an appeal To you. How important are the U.S. Patriot missiles in defending against these attacks, and what do you understand about how soon they will get to you?
2: Thank you for the question. As you know, first of all, I would like to say thanks for the NASA's air defense system from the United States. I also want to thank our partners, German partners and French the german iris t defense systems and thanks to the french crotal system that we received recently all of those systems are working pretty well of course the patriot system is the most effective those are the best ones we talked to the president biden we're working through this issue everything is complicated however i know that both of our countries are working closely so that the Ukraine has a chance to have one of the most powerful and modern air defense systems
1: what did this mean to you to be the time magazine person of the year and inside they say that you as the choice was the most clear cut in memory Damn.
2: This is great respect to the Ukrainian people and it also tells us that we were seen that Ukraine is being respected. It tells that we really wanted to be heard, to be heard in the fight for the freedom. It tells us that Americans are supporting Ukraine, supporting our fight. And this magazine cover is not my face, but the face of the Ukrainian people. It's about the nation, about its strength, about ordinary people, civilians. This is the face of the Ukrainian people today. Civilians, armed forces, ordinary people, children, all of us, we're the people of Ukraine.
0: There they go again, guys. There they go again, manipulating us time and time again to make us think that it is any of our business, any of our business, to be aiding Ukraine in the way that we are. I'm so sick of this psyop, okay, and I say they, there they go again, because it's not just, it's not just loser Chris Cuomo uh, in his uh, little anchor position, he likes to pretend that he's still on CNN, uh, but literally nobody cares about him. I saw someone in the chat say he's one of the better ones. Uh, (laughs) voice crack (laughs) getting emotional Uh, yeah actually that is a a sad truth he is one of the better ones when you compare him to like Joy Reid but he still sucks and he's still manipulating us okay because he works for the media the media is constantly trying to manipulate us okay the media the left the dominant narrative into thinking that this is our responsibility and that it's the poor Ukrainian people that we're helping Well, I could do a whole show on where this money is really going because it's not going to the Ukrainian people. And much like we don't like our government, we just like our country, you can feel the same way about Ukraine. You could support the people of Ukraine, okay, and not support their government because their government is by all means extremely corrupt. Um, I did a whole show on the coup of 2014 and how it wasn't really this revolution, of course, that history wants us to believe it is because the truth is that our government planted that coup so that we could have Zelensky there today, okay, and that's why we're now suddenly you know, doing everything we can, giving them billions and billions and billions and billions and billions billions of of dollars, um, which we're going to give them more of. But like I said, guys, it's not just Chris Cuomo our very own government is in bed trying to push us to give them more money. It's like our government constantly works against us. And the way that they do it is it's all a psyop, guys. This is all a psyop. They want us to think that it is our responsibility, that they're trying to manipulate our emotions to feel sorry for Ukraine. Well, like I said, you can feel sorry for the Ukrainian people without giving them billions and billions of dollars. And and, you know by and large that money's going to uh, a mon- money laundering scheme. It's not going to the people So if you think that you're that we're giving money to the poor Ukrainian families You're buying into all of the propaganda that I just showed you okay, but what makes it worse is what Mitch McConnell just said because he clearly is Participating in the psyop. He admitted it the other day on live TV. This is what he said guys disgusting moment in American history
3: making sure The Defense Department can deal with the major threats coming from Russia and China, providing assistance for the Ukrainians to defeat the Russians. That's the number one priority for the United States right now, according to most Republicans. That's sort of how we see the challenges confronting uh, the country at the moment.
0: What? What world are you living in, Mitch? That is no Republicans' priority. There's, that is no Americans' priority. But he wants you to believe that that's the case so that you think, oh, okay, this is what we must do. We must help Ukraine because that is what we are doing. That is the new thing, the current thing we support now. That's what they're trying to make you believe, guys. They want you to believe that we have to support Ukraine because everybody else is doing it. You're crazy. You're crazy if we don't do it. And the reason why they're queuing us up for that right now is because they want us to fully accept except What's about to go down today? What's already going down as we speak, guys? Because uh, if you I haven't have heard, Zelensky is in America right now, and he's begging Biden for more money because apparently the current funding for the war was not good enough. The meetings come as, by the way, this is the post-millennial, the meetings come as the House prepares to vote on the next and largest cash fund for Ukraine yet, $45 billion. According to the Associated Press, the meetings come as the House prepares to vote on the next and largest cash fund for Ukraine yet, $45 billion freaking dollars. The Institute for the World Economies Ukraine Support Tracker reports the total cost of U.S. involvement in Ukraine is approximately uh, over 91 billion dollars so far. Uh, what? A December 5th poll from the Chicago Council on Global Affairs. You guys know about this. I've reported on this poll already. Shows the support for the seemingly infinite stream of aid from Washington to. Kyiv is declining. According to the survey, 48% of Americans now believe the U.S. should support Ukraine for as long as it takes, down from 50% in July. Yeah, because we're sick we're sick, and tired of being told that there's no end in sight. We're sick and tired of being told by Zelensky that it's simply not enough. It's simply not enough. Well, guess what? It's A, not our problem, and B, it's not even going to help the people, okay? Right now Ukraine is using their their people, their civilians as human shields against Russia, okay? And I'm not for the civilians getting hurt, so therefore I do not support this government. I do not support, I didn't support this government since back in 2014, okay? When I was in high school, all right? And I didn't know what was going on, but I'm sure I wouldn't have supported them had I known. That's not true, I did know what was going on, I was pretty aware. But that's irrelevant, the point is guys, This government was never worth supporting. This government is corrupt in Ukraine, okay? Just as much as we complain about our government here in the United States, what, you think Ukraine's any better? If Joe Biden is... is supporting something, you know it should be questioned. If Joe Biden is, you know, fervently in support of something, you know that his money is, is in Ukraine, is invested in Ukraine. We already know that thanks to the Hunter Biden emails, right? We know that. We know what he's doing, what he's done with Burisma. We know his involvement in Ukraine. And, and, and Gateway Pundit, by the way, has done amazing reporting on this. I highly recommend you guys check it out. But they've reported on all of the money laundering schemes and how the elites are benefiting off of protecting Ukraine right now. OK, so that's what's going on. But what the worst part of all of it is the fact that this is such a psyop to manipulate our emotions to make us think that we have to be essentially Ukraine's bitch right now, okay? Uh, Just because Mitch McConnell, just because you wanna be doesn't mean that I wanna be too. And stop roping in the entirety of the American population. We are sick and tired of giving our money to Ukraine, okay? This is not the Republicans priority. This is literally the, the number has gone down 10 percentage points, as I just showed you, OK, from 58 percent to 48 percent since July of 2022, since July of this year. Can you, I I don't know what, what more proof you need than uh, than that to prove that the I mean, American people are so sick and tired of this, guys, but they are grasping at straws. You're trying to make us believe that there is any, you know point in supporting Ukraine anymore and continuing to give them all of this money. That is what they're doing. They are queuing us up. And by the way, that Cuomo uh, interview took place right before, of course, Joe Biden uh, came to town. I mean, um, Zelensky came to town today. And of course, that um, that clip of Mitch was from yesterday. So it's interesting how this is all coming at perfect timing, because, of course, the House has to vote on that package, that $45 billion package, um, after we've already given 91 billion, over $91 billion, over $91 billion. And we have homeless veterans, we have starving families, we have starving kids. Of course, Joe Biden's whole lunch program, which don't get me started on, if you're, the school doesn't support the whole LGBTQ agenda, uh, then the school doesn't get funding for poor children who can't afford food, okay, for starving children. But no, the uh, the priority here is making sure that we give all the money in the world to Ukraine and yet there are Americans that still believe that this is, this is just, that this is what we should be doing. I don't know how out of touch you could be at this point. There were actually celebrities, I was, gonna sh- I was gonna show you guys, there were celebrities that were tweeting out how grateful we are to be supporting, being able to support Zelensky in this fight for democracy. Isn't that ironic that our concern is democracy in another country when every single day it seems we trash our constitution like it means nothing? We are the greatest country in the world and we have become cucks for a country that can't even get their act together. For a country that has a, had a fake revolution in 2014 that our own government installed there. Make no mistake, guys, this money is all going to the elites and it is your emotions that are being manipulated to think that it's going to a good cause because it's not. But let me be completely clear about this. This instance, our our helping Ukraine, the Ukrainian people, uh, so disgusting that they phrase it that way. And so disgusting that Chris Cuomo threw him that softball question. What does this mean to you being on Time Magazine and uh, Zelensky's like in his stupid little hoodie? Why don't you dress well for once? We know you have the money. Why don't you take, I don't know, a few thousand out of the 91 million dollars that we get, we've get, we given you. We already know it's going to end up in his pocket anyway. Why don't you take a few thousand of those and invest in a nice suit, okay? If you're going to show up for an interview, if you're going to show up for a meeting with you know, world leaders of the United States, show some freaking respect, okay? Loser in your stupid hoodie. But anyway, that's another point. But guys, You have to understand this is not the first and it's certainly not the last instance of this. We are constantly controlled by the government, by the Pentagon. This is truly the American uh, military industrial complex at work right now. They want us to believe because, you know, elites make money off of war, right? And the way that they are able to implement these wars, the way that they're able to, you know, stoke these wars is by giving money. To you know, these countries taking a side that we don't even need to necessarily take, right? And the way that they they get public approval for that, because it's not like we actually vote on this necessarily. Yes, we vote for the people, uh, the members of, of Congress who would wind up voting on these packages. Um, but our own, the directly, we are not voting on money that goes to Ukraine as far as the people go. So the way that they gain, uh, you know, support in the uh, public court of opinion, right? court of public opinion, is that they basically manipulate us. It's is all a PSYOP, and they've been doing this for years, okay? Ron Paul, who I'll bring up later, has been warning about this for a long time, okay? And this is how they get us involved in years and years and years and years of war, Um now the twitter files the latest installment of the twitter files have just revealed this how they've uh, actually the pentagon has been manipulating big tech and how twitter was working with the pentagon so uh no more I, i'm sick and tired of the of the uh libertarian argument of Oh, but uh, free speech, it's a private company, blah, 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 blah. We know now, obviously, we've known for a while, thanks to the Twitter files, um, that that is not the case. Twitter has very much been involved with the government. But this latest installment really proves how they've been using Twitter as a psyop to get us involved in other conflicts worldwide. And I'll get into that and more in the second half of the show, guys. But first, I want to go ahead and read a message from one of our sponsors. That would be Field of Greens, guys. Once upon a time in America, people lived on farms. You didn't have to tell them to eat fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. It's what they already did. Um, As Americans became more mobile, however, foods that wouldn't spoil became the new thing, as you guys all know. The problem is processed and fast foods have fewer nutrients. And now, guess what? Uh, People are getting really fat. They're getting really unhealthy. Um, But what I take to help me stay healthy and fit is Field of Greens. It's a great product. Um, it's packed with a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics. So you're going to want to check it out, guys. Like I say, all the time, we take it here at LFA, all of the hosts do. We love it. Uh, big fans of it. Um, Field of Greens works fast. I'm getting worked up because I'm just, I feel so sad for Zelensky. Uh, Field of Greens works fast. You'll have more energy. You'll look and feel healthier, guys. I'm telling you, you can even help you lose weight. I've heard a lot of success stories about that. Um, so guys, join me and take Field of Greens too. And to help you get started, I got you 15% off, that's 1-5, off your first order and another 10% off when you subscribe for recurring orders. So how do you go and use that? Well, go to fieldofgreens.com and use promo code LFA, that's fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA, Field of Greens, promo code lfa that's live from america the acronym there so super easy for you guys to remember uh definitely check them out you will not regret it you might as well just sign up for recurring orders now because you're gonna love it and you're gonna run out fairly quickly so highly recommend okay guys so before i go on and expose the twitter files findings because super important stuff uh, pretty groundbreaking, if you ask me. All of the Twitter file installments have been uh, groundbreaking. But this one in particular, I think, really supports our concern as Americans for the, all of these money laundering schemes and how the Pentagon is actively working working against us. The Pentagon has been a sketchy place for a very long time, okay? And, and I'm, I don't blame this, obviously, on military personnel, people who are just members of the military. I blame it on the higher-ranking officials, of course, people like, you know, um, what's his name, the... Uh, God, I forget the one that we make fun of because he's like transgender or whatever. Um, anyway, point is, it's the higher-ranking officials that are, you know, so corrupt. And any military member of the military will tell you this. It's not, uh, it's not the actual like the things that they're doing are. It's noble to, you know, risk your life to stand up for your country in theory, right? But then our government. Of course, because our government ruins everything, they also ruin that because they're putting people in harm's way that they don't need to be to be put in, right? Uh, all to get more money for the elites, all to line the pockets of people like Vladimir Zelensky and other other people, of course, like Liz Cheney, w- w- mongering Liz Cheney. Um, and of course, we have proof of that. Like I said, Twitter Files is great proof of that. And I want to play a soundbite from Ron Paul as well, because, I mean... Ron Paul just nailed it in this one interview that he did. So I will do all of that and more. But first, I want to go ahead and check some of your comments. Um, okay. <laughs> Paul says, Anna, please call Zelensky a gay retard for us. I think I've called him that. I think I maxed out on gay retard um, for Zelensky. I want to get more creative. Uh, Jay Mahoney 68 says love Anna. She is so real. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I pride myself on being very authentic. And so uh, I appreciate that the one am omg and as a robot too that was good i suddenly wanted to dance robot style well that's how they want us to behave like good little government robots like the current thing you know that meme that's like the current thing and it's like i support the current thing and it's like a ukraine flag then it's like a vaccine and a mask and it's like the what's the guy i forget the name of the guy like the like the guy that to represent like the people who just fall in line with everything i forget what it's called but yeah that's actually from a meme um Fano Boss 12 says Mitch is a cuck. Yeah. Angry AngryHotDog says Mitch is owned by China. Yes, he is. Um, Boss 12 says Anna Press is real. Whenever people say that, at first I was like, I don't know if that's a compliment um, or not because like, Like, a lot of people are so focused on being polished, you know, in this industry. And I hate it. I hate that so freaking much. So I guess, yeah, it is a compliment. No, I know it's a compliment. But uh, at first I was like, maybe I should be more, like, polished. Maybe I shouldn't be so out there and open. Um, But uh, no, I'm glad that I don't. I'm not like that. Uh, Anyways. I want to go up to the top because I think I heard some... Oh, someone was talking about the music earlier. They asked if that was my decision or a corporate decision. Uh, that was an Eli decision. I, don't, I actually don't know what song was playing. I didn't listen. I think it was an Eli decision. Um, but yeah, I don't know what song that was because I wasn't listening. Uh, let's see. Rachel Levine is what you're talking about. No, I was talking about somebody else, although he is one of the... She, yeah, he. He is one of the people that... Is involved in all of this. Tone Man Five One Four says Anna's ranting again. Love it. I will always rant. Okay, I can't. Uh, I can't control it. So if you don't like a good rant, then don't watch Wrong Thing. Not that you're complaining. I'm just saying other people who don't like it. Uh, Paul and Gracia says Anna, when you walk around town, do you let people know your conservative views? Well, I don't walk around and like tap people on the shoulder and say, "Hey, I'm conservative." If that's what you mean, I don't like inform people I don't talk to random people I just like go about my life like a normal person but if somebody like it depends on the context of the situation like if I'm in a conversation with somebody who's my friend or something then they're aware I'm not going to hold back if we get into that conversation um I'm not going to like withdraw because I'm scared of letting people know my views like if it gets to that topic then yeah especially if they're a friend because it's like if this is gonna be a problem for you, or if like a date or something, this is a problem for you, I should know now because I don't, you know, I don't want people in my life who are gonna be like, you know, upset whenever I say something that is truthful and it hurts their feelings. But I have like friends of, of differing backgrounds. I think, not differing backgrounds, I don't have like, I do that actually, you know, it's funny and I've been saying this for a long time. I find it easier to make friends with like super duper liberal people, like communist people than it is to make friends with like establishment Democrats, and the reason why is because those really really liberal people tend to be out of the box thinkers already. So they might look at you and think you're crazy for thinking some things that you think as a conservative, but their understanding of the fact that you like think outside of the box, they're they're they actually kind of respect that. Like I have a friend who's a full blown communist, okay, and she uh, we're able to have conversations. We don't always talk about politics, but um, but she respects the fact that I think outside of the box. likewise, I respect that about her too, right? So, um, and also I believe in the shoehorn theory, which I find to be true uh, simply because of my friendship with her. Like uh, if you, once you are, if you put someone together who's like pretty far right and pretty far left, they tend to actually agree more on certain things. Like for example, big tech's power. I, my friend who's a communist also believes big tech has more, has too much power. And we align on those two ideas. We may not believe that for the same reasons, but we align on that exact, it's kind of like Bernie Sanders, like he thinks it was wrong for Twitter to ban Donald Trump or Facebook, I forget which platform he was angry at, but there are certain things that you can align on, and ultimately, even though I think communists are crazy for thinking we should re- redistribute everyone's income, um, like, it, they know what it's like to get hate just, like, you know, to a degree, right, because they're also not accepted by the establishment, so... You know, I find it easier to get along with people like that if I'm going to compare it to an establishment Democrat. Now, obviously, uh, when I find people who are conservative, it's like, oh, that's great. Like, cool. I don't have to. You know, obviously, we're in the same camp on that. But uh, yeah, I'm just but, you know, I think communists tend to be actually more reasonable than like establishment Democrats. Anybody who like still believes in the government is retarded and communists tend to be um trusting of the government to an extent that they want the government to take over, but they also recognize the current government as corrupt. So it's very interesting. Paul says you should invite your communist friend on the show. We're actually in a fight right now, so I don't know <laughs> uh, if that would be good. Um, she's She got uh, angry at me for a lot of the BLM stuff because she was really supportive. The problem with her in particular is that she's really big into, big into the whole race stuff. Um, and she's a Jew, too, so she was, like, angry at the whole Kanye situation. And obviously, like, you know, I, I'm a big Kanye fan. I don't support what he said about the Holocaust or, or you know, um, not the Holocaust. I mean Hitler. But I still support him and, and the other things he said. Um, so, but some people can't see it that way. It's like you have to disavow everything, right? But uh, anyways, no, she doesn't live in D.C. She lives in Pennsylvania. Um, fandom boss says, Me too, and I libs love me after a couple debates. Yeah, as long as they're open minded, they're typically cool. Okay, um, let's see. Marilyn Dockendorf says, I will do it. Zelensky is a gay retard. Thank you, Marilyn. We needed that. Oh, Paul says, The NPC guy. Yep, yep. That's right. Pa uh, cat lady says I support Ron Paul when he ran for supported Ron Paul when he ran for president. That's when I was red pilled. Yeah, uh, Ron Paul just says he's. I mean, his son Rand Paul is exactly the same. The two of them say like all of the truth bombs that we've been waiting for. um, And they have no agenda. You can tell because they don't seek attention from the media the way that other members of Congress do. Um, And I'm skeptical of that. For even conservatives, like everybody obsesses over certain members of Congress, Um, like like Matt Gates, for example, I support him and I like him as a conservative. Right. But I don't support his like constant need to be in the media. Right. And I remember when I worked in um, started working in media, he was like right when he started out, he was super easy to book for shows and whatever. And, you know, we'd go to his office. He had like a little golfing area on his roof because his his office was I don't know if he's still there because I haven't He'd been in his office in a while but he had like a little a cool little like golfing area and we went on the roof and we interviewed him there that's when I was working with Andrew Wilkow and um super easy to like book for interviews whatever now then he suddenly became like this hot shot and he wouldn't like you know take any interviews other than Fox for a while I don't know if he's still like that but like I don't like when you know the people's house people they become too big and they think they're they're too good for certain people it's like you know we elected you, so you should... So I, I don't have a problem with him. I'm just saying I don't like that behavior. I don't have a problem with him personally. I mean, I just... I don't like that behavior. Um, and I feel like Rand Paul doesn't do that, nor did Ron Paul. Um, Toadman514 says Matt loves the camera. Yeah, he does. Um... Paul Engrasia Ingos, says nobody could be be too big for Anapres. No, I mean, like at the time, I wasn't like on TV. I know I was. I was. I did some reporting for Blaze, but I didn't really like. But it, it, it was just like we weren't even. I don't know. It was just he was just difficult to book, and he he needed certain accommodations. Like he wouldn't come on unless he had hair and makeup together. And I just think that's a little bit like ridiculous. Like, come on, we elected you, and you need a hair and makeup person everywhere you go. And like, I like when you work at like an independent media outlet, they don't always have things like that available. Like when I worked at RAV, I didn't have a makeup and hair person. I did it myself. Um, I don't think anybody else did either, to my knowledge. Um, I think Jenna Ellis did, but she was the only one. Um, but that, you know, you can work out certain things in your contract or whatever. I didn't work that out, uh, because I didn't even have a contract there, uh, that would enable all that. I never, that's a, another story though. But, uh, but no, I didn't have like a, um, I didn't have like an official, like, this is what I get and this is what I don't get type of thing. So, um, yeah. So you got to kind of work with what you have. And like, it's also, I don't know. I just think it's, it's, it's elitist. I didn't like that behavior. I find it very elitist. And I, it's not fair for somebody that we elected to represent us and is supposed to be, you know, the voice of the people, right? I don't like when people act like they're too good for certain things. Um, It's also kind of gay. Like, why do you need makeup and hair? Like, if you're a grown man, like when I worked with Gavin McInnes at uh, CRTV back before we became Blaze TV, he literally refused to, he was like, nope, I don't need makeup, I don't need makeup. Because um, when I was a PA, sometimes I would actually do people's makeup. That's a fun, fun little fact. I did people's makeup. Some of the guests, and one time I had to do Gavin's because the makeup person wasn't there. We did have a makeup person at Blaze, and he was like, "No, I don't want it. I don't want it." Like he just did not want makeup ever because he was like, "It's retarded. Why do I need makeup?" He was like, "The reason why men wore makeup back then was because the lights were so uh, blinding, or they would really, they would make you sweat. It was, it was really hot, and it would make your skin get really like greasy too." But um gavin was like but the lights are advanced today so i don't need them as as a man like why am i wearing makeup so um i agree with him uh paul says all a man has to do is brush his teeth and hair yeah also another gay thing that i think is super gay and i could do a whole show on this men who take longer than like five minute showers that's weird to me what are you doing in the shower okay like women we have to condition our hair we have to shampoo it twice um, like, you know, there's things that you know, we have to wash our face with our expensive like face Like, you know, we have a whole skincare routine like men. What are you doing? If you're taking a longer than a five-minute shower that always cracks me up um, My brother takes really long showers and I always make fun of him for it I'm like get out of the shower you faggot. I need to get in there and he's he's funny about it though um, but yeah anyways guys uh that's enough chatting. I, I did tell you guys, I'm gonna do a whole show where I just rant and talk to you guys. I think maybe tomorrow I'll do it actually. I was gonna do it Friday, but I don't know if I'm gonna do a show Friday, which Jeremy, if you're watching, um, this is the first time I'm saying that, but uh, <laughs> he's, I don't know, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe I'll have time to do a pre-tape, but, um, but yeah. Okay, yeah, Amanda says expensive products take longer. Exactly, like women invest a lot of money in our skincare and our hair care products, right? And so it makes sense that it takes us a while. We also have to exfoliate and whatever else, you know, right? Whereas for men, it's like, what are you doing? Like, you don't need to do any of that. So I don't know. <laughs> you don't need to have, like, baby soft skin, right? Um, so I don't know what my brother's doing in there. I, But, you know, whatever. It takes way too long. Um, PA Cat Ladies, we have to shave too, Anna. Yes, that's right, we do. Unless you're a hairy, disgusting feminist and you don't believe in shaving your armpits. Um <laughs> those are gross though. Uh, Anyways, um, all right, so I'm gonna go on before we uh, we get into a conversation that doesn't need to be had. But yes, uh, please, I put up, I posted on Getter and Truth Social and I asked you guys what you want me to rant about tomorrow. So definitely answer that if you haven't already. I'll retweet it too. And also, please rumble if you haven't already. I uh, would really appreciate that. We could really, really use your rumbles. Click the plus sign or the thumbs up if you're on the app. Okay. So, uh, I could really go on a tangent in the chat. Um, but I have to really control myself. Anyways, as I promised, guys, I want to go into what uh, Twitter files exposed recently. Because it definitely proves exactly what we've already been, you know, theorizing for a while. Not just theorizing, but... It's kind of a continuation of what we're seeing now with Ukraine. See, we're real, right now, the government, the media, everyone's really trying to make us believe that there is some sort of emotional reason. They're trying to appeal appeal to us emotionally that our government needs to be involved in Ukraine. Oh, what's about the Ukrainian people? Well, we all know where the money's really going. We all know it's a money laundering scheme. We all know it's going to the elites. It's going to line the pockets of uh, Vladimir Zelensky and his ilk, and, you know, people like that. Someone said I use the word ilk a lot, and I do, but sometimes it's just very fitting. All right, um, and in this case it is because there's a whole lot more where he came from. There's lots of Vladimir Zelensky's uh, to go around. And so they need this $91 billion in order to to fund the things that they want to fund. Uh, so that's where this money really going to. And that's what this is going on. That's what's going on. It's a psyop, guys. They want us to think that it's going to a good place when it's not. Now, Twitter files exposed something uh, very, very uh, interesting recently. Um, it's not so much wars that we have to be skeptical of, guys. Not so much wars, right? It's not, not about wars necessarily. It's the emotional appeal that we need to be skeptical of, and it's the psyop in ways that you probably don't even know you were being manipulated uh that you need to be aware of you need to be aware that of that at every single corner the government is trying to manipulate you starting with big tech or at least for the past few years okay uh guys look at this Leaving hey, hey. uh journalist he released the latest round of Twitter files where he revealed how Twitter worked directly with the military guys. Twitter uh, literally directly assisted in U.S. military psyops. Despite promises, again from the post-millennial, despite promises to shut down covert state-run propaganda networks, Twitter docs show that the social media giant directly assisted the U.S. military's influence operations. Now this is a lot, um, so you know I'm gonna read some of the things. I, 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 I left out some certain things that I didn't think were as necessary for you to hear. Uh, but sadly, I couldn't memorize it all. So I'm going to be reading from uh, these came from uh, Lee Li Fang's tweets, OK, where he was exposing all of this. So but this is quoted from the quote from the post millennial millennial who took this directly from his tweets. But behind the scenes, Twitter gave approval and special protection to the U.S. military's online psychological influence ops. Despite knowing that the Pentagon propaganda accounts use covert identities, Twitter did not suspend many for around two years or more. Some remain active. In 2017, a U.S. Central Command, CENTCOM, official sent Twitter a list of 52 Arab language accounts. Quote, we used to amplify certain messages, end quote. The official asked for priority service for six accounts, verification for one, and whitelist abilities for others. The same day CENTCOM sent the list, Twitter officials used a tool to grant a special whitelist tag that essentially provides verification status to the accounts without the blue check, meaning they were exempt from the spam slash abuse flags, more visible slash likely to trend on hashtags. Okay, and it gets worse. Quote, the CENTCOM counts on the list tweeted frequently about U.S. military priorities in the Middle East, including promoting anti-Iran messages, promoting of the Saudi Arabia U.S.-backed war in Yemen. Again, this is how they get us to emotionally appeal to what they're doing uh, and, and approve of their spending. And, quote, accurate U.S. drone strikes that claim to only hit terrorists. Yeah, right. Accurate. Well, we know, uh, we know what Obama was really up to all those years. Definitely not Accurate. Quote, CENTCOM then shifted shifted strategies and deleted disclosures of ties to the Twitter accounts. The bios of the accounts changed to seemingly organic profiles. One bio read, Euphrates Pulse. Another used an apparent deepfake profile, pick and claimed to be a source of Iraqi opinion. So, of course, uh, they're getting Twitter is allowing them to lie to our faces. They're not just promoting this propaganda, right? But they were also allowed to operate by lying to our faces about all of this. Of course, they're cl- they claim to be a source of Iraqi opinion. Quote, still many emails from throughout 2020 show that high-level Twitter executives were well aware of the DoD's vast network of fake accounts and covert propaganda. It did not suspend the accounts, Fang continued. For example, Twitter lawyer Jim Baker mused in a July 2020 email about an upcoming DoD meeting that the Pentagon used "Quote poor trade craft in setting up its network, and we're seeking strategies for not exposing the accounts that are quote linked to each other to DOD or the USG. So they were w- trying to be very covert about this. Obviously, they didn't. It was something they didn't want us to find out about. They continued. The U.S. propaganda network relentlessly pushed narratives against Russia, China, and other foreign countries. They accused Iran of quote threatening Ira- Iraq's water security and flooding the country with crystal meth." and of har- the har- of harvesting the organs of afghan refugees fascinating fascinating guys you have to be so careful about what you trust you know on on these big tech platforms Obviously now it's being exposed thanks to Elon, but prior to that and probably other platforms as well are still you know touting a lot of these lies. The reality is much more murky. Twitter actively assisted CENTCOM's network going back to 2017 and as late as 2020 knew these accounts were covert slash designed to deceive to manipulate the discourse, a violation of Twitter's policies and promises. They waited years to suspend. Quote, the contact with the U.S. military's covert network stands in stark contracts, Contrast with how Twitter has boasted about rapidly identifying and taking down covert accounts tied to state-backed influence operations, including Thailand, Russia, Venezuela, and others since 2016. Well, that's fascinating. So this has gone back for a long time, and I bet you it went back even before 2016. Now, what I also find interesting is that they pointed out that it got really bad between those years of 2016 and today, because some of those accounts were still active, okay, uh, when Elon took over into 2022, right? What's interesting, of course, that I want to point out is that they started doing that under President Trump. It's almost like they wanted to undermine him uh, more than ever before. It's almost like the Pentagon was working against Trump to create that PSYOP. And they knew that they needed to try harder than ever before to emo- emotionally manipulate us because Trump, on the other hand, was exposing the truth, right? He was telling us he didn't want to get involved in these endless wars. So the, the Pentagon had to work overtime to rebrainwash us via uh, Twitter to make us think, oh no, no, Trump's wrong about all this. Trump's wrong to pull out of Syria. Trump's wrong to do all of these things that he's doing to make sure that we don't get involved in the World War III. He's wrong to do that, guys. Look what's happening here. Look what's happening here. That's what the Pentagon wanted to do via Twitter. It was all a PSYOP. Isn't that wild that they were really taking advantage of big tech, and not particularly surprising, might I add, but I'm just saying, we have to be careful of how they are manipulating us because they will use every opportunity to do so. Yes, the fear of a war is 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 bad. But how do you get to fearing a war? Well, you get uh, first. You have to be emotionally convinced that there's a reason to invest in another country to begin with. There's a reason to invade another country to begin with. So the fact that Mitch McConnell, okay, right now in with Ukraine and Chris Cuomo and the rest of the media, they're all in bed together trying to convince us that this is a worthy fight for Americans to be involved in. Uh, we have to be very very skeptical of that and I know you guys are I am too obviously I know everyone here at LFA knows it's that's it's you know a stupid thing to do but what I think the Twitter files prove is that this has been going on for years. I mean, how many things were we supporting that we didn't even realize were the wrong thing to support, right? And like I said, Trump, we had Trump, who was exposing a lot of this, who was saying, you know, throughout those years as president, and then after that, too, when he wanted to run again in 2020, of course, he was exposing all of this. So that's partly why I think we saw an uptick in the Pentagon's involvement with Twitter, working with Twitter to run all of these, uh, uh, run all of these propaganda accounts. That was a big part of it, I think. I think they knew that they had to try harder than ever before uh, with Trump exposing everything. So we have to be careful, guys. We were being manipulated at every turn and we continue to be manipulated. And like I said, I know you guys. I know you guys know better. I know you guys are aware of the truth. But there are lots of Americans out there that still truly believe that Ukraine is a fight worth, uh, is a fight that we should be involved in and we should keep continue to give them money and continue to give... And they actually believe that the money is going to the people of Ukraine. Uh, no, it's not, okay? But it's all a psyop. Twitter exposed that because in the past, you know, we've been doing this. Like I said, Ukraine is not the first and it certainly won't be the last. And if there's any you know, there's no better proof of that than the Twitter files that just came out. So I really wanted to show you guys that because it really proves how corrupt things are down to the smallest level. We don't even realize how we are being manipulated until something like the Twitter files come out. So. You know, very scary that they were able to do that. Very scary that they were able to manipulate the minds of Americans like that, because uh, you know that it did. I mean, it's very hard to see a video of a child, you know, being hurt because of another country's uh, war or whatever. It's very, very sad. It's very—they really pull at our heartstrings by doing that. Now, of course, they don't tell us. Is that part? You know, 90% of the time, that's the context is not given to us, or you know, we're lied about. For example, the drone strikes. Oh yeah, they're hitting terrorists. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not. They're hitting, you know, regular civilians. Okay. And I refuse to be supportive of a war that is hurting civilians simply to line the pockets of the elites. And I would hope that everybody else feels the same way. But the reality is most people simply aren't aware because we are victims time and time again of the American military industrial complex's psyops. Okay. And we have to know that so that moving forward, we can put an end to any corruption like we saw with what happened with, on Twitter between the years of 2016 and 2022, and probably before that. It was just in hyperdrive when Trump came uh, into to power. But I wanna end this segment, okay, with a clip of some of an interview with Ron Paul, okay? And I, I have more to get to, so the show's not over. But I wanna end the segment of a, on a clip of Ron Paul uh, in an interview with somebody else where they talk about this topic and how you have to be so skeptical of these psyops because he nails it, okay? And this is an older interview, and yet he still, uh, nails it for all of us to hear and I think uh, this was, the, I came across this on Twitter I'm a big fan of Ron Paul and I, I like I told you guys, he always has valuable information to say and he kind of foreshadowed this it's like he knew this was going on um, he always foreshadows everything, he, he knows it seems, he's like a fortune teller uh, but uh, once again, it's kind of not hard to see where things are going when you've been following the trends for so long when you follow the money trail and Ron Paul was certainly doing that Uh, during his time in the Senate. So I want to go ahead and play a clip of what he said in this interview because it was very interesting.
1: Absolutely. You know Dr. Paul hit it absolutely on the head. This time is different. They lied about Iraq. They lied about Syria. They lied about Yemen. They lied about Afghanistan. Uh, They lied continuously in these regime changes but they'll say oh but this time is different. This time is different. This one will work. This will be something different. That's why I always really urge people okay it's great to oppose war. But oppose war propaganda; they want us to say certain things to grease the skids, to grease the wheels, to move the machine forward. You know my, my good friend and mentor Lou Rockwell always tells me, I refuse to say anything bad about a regime the government wants to kill the u s government wants to kill because i don 't want to participate in the war propaganda, and I think that 's a good a good thing to keep in mind war propaganda. Greece is the skids for war, and is just as dangerous for as war.
4: You know they're always uh, trying to grab the moral high ground, no matter how evil they are, and no matter how what kind of a war they're trying to start. And this is a we have mentioned this, and this has already been given as an excuse for us to go in there. We need to go into Venezuela to enforce and save the Venezuelan Constitution. Can you believe the arrogance of that? At the same time, we disobey, totally ignore our own constitution to go and pretend that we're going to enforce this constitution because we're going to go down there and steal the oil. I mean, such hypocrisy. I just think it's tragic that more people don't say, hey, wait a minute. How many lies can you people tell? But, you know, the driving force is that there is and because I've experienced it, I know about it. We all have a desire to want to like our country, but we shouldn't e- equate that with liking our government and liking bad policy. You know, liking our country and our values and the Constitution is one thing, but th- this whole thing that we went in there to say the Venezuelan uh, Constitution by abusing our Constitution is just ludicrous. That is why we need more truth-tellers and the more we find, the better off we'll do be because uh, that is what will help us move toward a peace and prosperity society. Thank, thank
0: you. And mic drop. He's absolutely correct. I mean, that was in the context of invading Venezuela at the time, but he's right. You can support your constitution. You could support your country without supporting every single thing the government does. In fact, I would argue that it is your duty as an American to never trust the government. That is the whole point, the whole reason we exist. And the minute we start just you know, allowing ourselves to fall in line with whatever propaganda the government uh, puts out there, that is the moment that we will fall as a nation. We were never supposed to trust our government. We were never supposed to fall for these psyops, guys. We need to do better as the American populace. We need to do better, we, we need to be vigilant. Because we are constantly manipulated time and time again. And I believe, you know, starting with 9-11, guys, and probably, and before then, too, but particularly 9-11 was, you know, and I, I did a whole show on this at RIV. That was a starting point, guys, uh, where, and I, <laughs> you don't want, I could do a whole show on my thoughts on 9-11. But point is, that was how the government got us in this, in this whole mess. That was how the government... It was such a uniting day. Uh, that's what the government wanted. They wanted us to have blind trust in our government. They wanted us to have blind trust in the Pentagon so that the Pentagon could then go out there and do whatever it is that they wanted. And it worked. And it worked. And we got to a point where literally our own government was manipulating our thought process via big tech. Okay, and and, and God knows what else is out there to expose that we have to continue to expose. And I'm sure we will uh, right on the show, especially too. But... The problem is, uh, for too long, we were brainwashed, I would say ever since 9-11. Before that it was happening, I'm not saying it wasn't, right? But especially, 9-11 was the, 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 the big event that happened that made everybody uh, start to just blindly trust the government. And if you think that that wasn't intentional, if you think that that wasn't part of the plan all along, then I don't know what to tell you, because at this point, it's pretty obvious what they wanted to do with when it came to 9-11. It's pretty obvious that they wanted us to blindly trust the government to a point, because ever ever since then, everything went downhill. Hill, we were engaged in a 20-year-long war, okay, in the Middle East. We were constantly fighting for over oil. Gas, gas prices went up. Uh, they're going up again, right? Uh, of course, since then, we had the coup in Ukraine. Now we're dealing with Ukraine again, okay? It's like, you know... Uh, it's just gotten gone downhill ever since then ever since the bushes ever since 9-11 ever since the cheney involvement so all I know is I can pretty much trace it back to when things started really going downhill as far as our ability to trust the Pentagon in, uh, during 9-11 and yet our trust went up at that time which is exactly what the Pentagon wanted so that we would turn a blind eye to it and just assume that every single fight that the government got involved in got us and got us involved in was a just fight because we were fighting against terrorism because how could they do that to us on our own soil well guess what guys It wasn't, they didn't do it. It was the government, okay? And I'll do a whole show on that, okay? But for right now, I just wanted to point to that time, not because I wanted to talk about 9-11, but because I wanted to prove to you guys that this was all intentional, okay? We are at this point. And we got to a point where Twitter was being able to be used against the people, where we now have Mitch McConnell telling us that our biggest concern is Ukraine because they think they can get away with it, and they know they can because we are so easily manipulated due to our blind trust in the Pentagon, in the military, which is obviously a part of our government. So Ron Paul is, you know, completely on point there. Uh, You can support your country. In fact, like I said, I would argue that part of supporting your country is distrusting your government all right guys so i have a lot more to get to i have actually really interesting clip from andrew tate he was talking about Meghan markle and i think he had a fantastic take on the whole her claiming racism situation um very interesting, and I think it speaks to Western society right now at large. Uh, but before I get to that, I do want to go ahead and go to a quick break, uh, so you can hear a message from one of my amazing sponsors, the func- sponsors, the Functional Medical Institute. I uh, can go to their website sherwoodtv Perez, and use my promo code Anna Perez to check out their amazing products. So I will be back in just a moment, guys.
4: Hi, friends. Dr. Michelle Sherwood here.
5: I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood.
4: Many people know about our clinic, but we also have a desire to help people who can't personally visit us, but still want to take steps towards better health.
5: Our two-week Health Reset is a great first step and requires no video appointments or tests.
4: With our Health Reset, you will get 28 detox shakes to provide the ideal nutritional foundation, 28 supplement packs with key nutrients and access to daily videos where we encourage you along the two-week process.
5: Our health reset plan is usually $180. Now, it's just $169 with your promo code. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer.
4: Take a simple step and let us guide you
0: on the road to feel better. All right, guys, welcome back to Wrong Think. So as promised, I do want to go ahead and play that very interesting clip that I told you about. First, I want to read some of your comments. Um, I know you guys were saying some stuff. Uh, Yes, uh, Moonfire1 says, yes, Anna, please do a show on 9-11. I will, maybe I'll just do it on 9-11. Or maybe... Yeah, people get worked up. They're like, oh, well, that's insensitive to the victims of 9-11. It's like, no, it's actually very much the opposite. I want to find out the truth so that those people uh, can know the truth. They deserved the family members of the people who perished or were injured that day. Uh, they deserve to know the truth. OK, and I'm sick and tired of being lied to and lying to their faces. People, They deserve the truth more than anybody else. So maybe I will do it on 9-11. I don't know. Um, but. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, well, uh, well, uh, Kaki says, I'm sick of racism. It exists because everyone talks about it. Yeah, I did. A, I talked about that the other day. It's like everybody claims discrimination, and it's like, actually, maybe you're just a horrible person and nobody likes you because you're a horrible person, not because of your race. Or maybe no one's hiring you because you're incompetent, not because of your, your sexuality. Uh, I did a whole show on that one, so if you want to check that out, I think that was from a couple days ago. Uh, Paul and Gracia says, most people say they want to hear the truth, but when given it, they get upset. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I think there's an actual psychological study on that where it's like people who, when confronted with opinions that, con- or f- factual information that contradicts their own opinion, they become more steadfast in their opinions. So it's kind of sad that it's like that. Roxy Loves America 37 says, Hi, Anna. Hope you're having a beautiful Christmas season. I am, Roxy. Thank you. I hope you are as well. I love this time of year. Um, so... Yeah, Miguel Ortiz one says, Anna, did we bomb the Twin Towers ourselves? Well, you'll have to wait and find out what I have to say about that. Um, Paul Ingracia says, Plato said we have to live by the noble lie. Um, yep, great quote. And let's see what else. Someone says George H.W. Bush was oh, n- was worse than, um, uh, uh, what's his name, Clinton. I agree with that actually. Um, Clinton was like, in some ways, he would be considered, like, a a Republican today. Like, it's kind of crazy how things have changed since the 90s. Um, he would be considered way too conservative to be a Democrat, you know, today. Fano boss 12 says, I'm racist against myself. I like to party. I don't know what that means, but, um, good... Uh, Okay, Khaki says, I told my employer to hire me because I qualified for the job, not my race. Isn't that crazy that you even have to like know if that's the case? I mean, I won't lie, like being Hispanic has definitely helped me like get into college, for example, like uh, things like that. But I mean, I could have done it without my race. Um, And I didn't ask for that, right? I wasn't asking to be an affirmative action hire. So it's not, you know, it's just kind of like stupid. All right, so anyways, chat's kind of slow right now, so I will move on. But please go ahead and rumble this video if you haven't already. Either hit the plus sign or the boxing glove if you're on the app. Uh, It really helps us here at LFA TV, so please go ahead and do that, guys. I didn't even intro the show. I did a cold open with that clip, so um if you guys are new here if this is your first time watching it really helps us out if you rumble uh super easy to do and also please go ahead and rumble all the other lfa host shows as well they did a great job um and every day as well so uh go ahead and click the plus sign like i said or the boxing glove if you are on the app okay so um as promised i want to play a clip of what andrew tate had to say about Meghan markle as we all know the royal family who i don't give a crap about i don't Care about these people. It's not really relevant to America. It's not really relevant to. I would even say to anybody's life in you know the UK. But I will say this. Uh, he brought up a really good point, which is that people don't dislike megan for being uh, black. They dislike her because she's trashing an age-old institution. Um, that people really respect in that in their their culture in in the UK their culture as if it's some like exotic culture it's still part of the West very similar to the way we live too but we don't have a royal family and I'm glad we don't because I think it's kind of BS but. Apparently, they do good things. They donate, whatever. Okay, fine, maybe. But I'm skeptical of it. Anyways, point is, they have uh, their own little traditions. And you know, when you live in a country that has certain traditions, you respect those traditions. Meghan Markle doesn't respect those traditions. So she's claiming racism when it doesn't even fit. And this is exactly the point that I was making the other day. Uh, And this extends beyond the UK. This happens all the time here in the United States. Celebrities and people just claim racism over this dumbest thing. And it's like, No, maybe you're just an unlikable person. Did you ever consider that? Uh, But I'll play the clip because I think he explains it a lot better than I do. He's very articulate in this interview. So, um, I mean, he always is, but I think particularly in this one, he explains it very well. So here it is. It's an interview with Pierce Morgan, by the way. What
3: about the issue of race? And I mentioned that in the context of the Harry and Meghan ongoing debate, their war with the royal family, war against the monarchy, their specific, uh, constant, uh, referencing to the fact that they believe they were driven out of here because of racism in Britain, what do you make of that debate? That that's absolute fallacy. I and you're
5: think- from a mixed race. Correct. Background yourself. Correct. I'm from a mixed-race background myself, and while we're discussing the leaders of the UK, although I do think they're doing a terrible job, it's kind of hard for Meghan to say that the UK is a racist country when the leader of the UK is darker-skinned than her and the mayor of London is darker-skinned than her, and I am a person who's probably darker-skinned than her, and I've never experienced any kind of bigotry against myself besides the fact I'm a straight male. I'll get bigotry for that before I'll get bigotry for my skin color. I think it's just a cop-out and her not wanting to be perspicacious and self-reflective enough to understand that she has attacked an age-old institution, and there are people who are very patriotic about that institution, and by attacking it and bringing a degree of distaste to it, there's gonna be people who don't like her, and if you're a dislikable person, you can't just instantly stand up and say, it's because of my skin color. It might be because, be because of your actions and some of the things you've said.
3: I mean, I think there's probably no doubt she's had racism on social media because it's... Who assessed, hasn't, Pierce? It's
0: a cesspit. You probably have.
3: Well, as I said just now, I've had death threats on social media and no, no, one, no one seemed to care very much. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that's probably inarguable. My issue with what they've both been doing is if you're going to make allegations against an institution like the royal family and the monarchy, you've got to actually provide some evidence. You can't just spray gun this thing out there and say, well, somebody was racist.
5: Yeah, and airing dirty laundry is never going to be respected by the populace. And being a tattletale is never going to be respected by the populace. And I think the problem with the modern world we're living in is a lot of age-old traditions are being destroyed in real time. It doesn't matter what the tradition is. Most of them are being eroded. And something like the British royal family, which has been around for a very long time, is an age-old tradition... One of the things holding the UK together, one of Mm. the last things we have, to sit and detriment it and to sit and insult it and to give away secrets from inside of it and try and paint a, a negative image of it, is going to upset a lot of people. And you have to be prepared for that backlash. You can't say, I've done things that upset people, but it's nothing to do with what I've done. It's purely because of my skin colour. Also, it's kind of ironic that she's doing that because she's not particularly dark-skinned. It's kind of funny to sit here, sit here, sit here. I, mean, no, I watch d- her sit and say, yeah, I, don't, race, I, race. I think the
3: truth is, I don't know what... Look, you can say that. I can't. Um, the, the reality of it is, I just don't know what the specifics of the racism she says she's had, because we've not seen any evidence The to universe it. is a funny place, Piers. If you're looking for something, you're going to find it.
0: Great points all around. Uh, I especially think it's funny that he brought up the fact that she is like the least black black person that I've ever seen in my life. I similar to, to Andrew, like I'm probably darker than Megan is, and I'm not, you know, I'm barely even like I mean I am Hispanic, but I'm probably the most americanized Hispanic. Um, but it's just funny because yeah, I mean if if Megan's black, then I guess I'm Norwegian, right? Uh, but it's just, (laughs) he's right all around. Like I said about that, the irony behind her not being, I actually don't even think she is black. I have a theory because she looks so white. It's not even her skin color. It's like the actual features on her face don't look ethnic to me. They look white. So I don't know what her, I, I think that's all a lie, right? I think she's one of those liars that say they're black when they're not. Um, and in addition to that, he's right. Like you can't attack an institution that everybody loves, and then expect in, in their country. Of course, here in America, we don't give a shit about it, but as we shouldn't. Uh, but like in the UK, you can't attack something like that. You can't attack uh, things that something that people love. Okay and uh, then expect to be liked by everyone, right? So it's not about racism. It's not about people being unwelcoming to her. It's, I mean, look at Kate Middleton. Kate Middleton was loved by most people, right? Now, she, Meghan Markle will probably say, that's because she's white. Meghan, you're basically the same color as her, so chill out, okay? We all know that you're just an unlikable person. And you know what? That's the case a lot of times in life. Sometimes you're just not a likable person, okay? And you could scream racism or sexism or, or uh, bigotry all you want, but at the end of the day, you're likely just not likable. Now, I do agree with what Andrew said in the beginning, which is you'll face more bigotry for being a straight white male. That's true for being a straight male. Uh, worse, if you're white, you'll face a lot of bigotry for that. I believe that that can be a cause of problems, but certainly not for being black. And in fact, if you're black, you're celebrated. The UK is one of the most like uh, woke countries in the world right now. Or, or, yeah. So I, I think they would uh welcome the fact that you're black in fact in fact i bet they would like it more if you were like half chinese half black uh and in a wheelchair and and retarded or something i think they would like that even more right the more diversity the better according to uk anyway so the fact that you're claiming racism for all of this is ridiculous and andrew tate of course uh, perfectly pointed that out so i just want to uh bring that uh play that clip because i thought that you guys would agree as well and you'd find it an interesting take all right guys so um lah a lot i tone says who cares about these people i don't care about the people but i care about the problem okay um that's what i was bringing up because uh it, it's an overall problem which is that people are crying racism when it's not a thing here in the west so um yeah okay guys so i want to go ahead and uh i'm going to Get going now. I guess it's 2 11, so we definitely went over. But I want to thank you guys for joining in today. I really, really appreciate you being here, guys. I had a great time doing this show as per usual. Remember to reply to my uh, Getter and Truth social posts because I really want to get your take on what you want me to cover tomorrow. I think it's just going to be a ranting show. I might read some hate mail, uh, or I'll see what I'll do. I'll see what I do. But uh, please, please, uh, please go ahead and uh, rumble on your way out would really appreciate that and also reply to those posts. Um, I have the luxury of going a little bit over right now, but in the future I won't because we'll have all of someone after me, but, um, but yeah, so I should probably get used to ending sooner. Um, okay. So please go ahead and rumble on your way out and I will see you tomorrow. And don't forget. Starting in January, this show will air at 3 p.m., not 1, but for the remainder of this week and next week, it'll be at 1, okay? So uh, thank you so much for tuning in. See you tomorrow, guys.